0: Okay, kids.
1: Let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here?
0: These guys are so funny.
1: Hello. Holy shit! Thanks, C three Penis Face and R two Dickhead. Hello there. Look okay. at
0: Someone you have, I would say May the force be with us Fucking A Good day, Galaxy, Rogue Squadron Podcast Thank you guys for tuning in I have a question for Commander I'm ready to hear it
1: Let's get right into this
0: What is a sufficient amount
1: Of cookies to grab all at once Oh, that's a hard question, man. Because, you know.
0: You got big paws. There's like, you can fit about a dozen in your hand.
1: I do have big paws. And also, whenever you're going for cookies, especially on the holidays, you always have that dilemma of like, well, if there's only like four left, you don't want to grab one and leave three. You might as well take all of them. Also <laughs> depends just, on how big the cookies one are. one
0: up to four. It well, also, if I'm
1: going to grab one, you might as well eat them all. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you don't want to leave three around just for the, you know, that's not enough. So you might as well just take the rest when you get Why that you low Why eat quantities. two and leave two? Because I want to eat four, <laughs> so there is no dilemma. You just want four. That's so your true. Answer's four. That's true. I don't eat cookies very often, so when I'm going in, I'm going hard. You know.
0: No, I'm. Uh, I am a cookie monster. Um, if there are cookies available, I am cooking it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't. That's my like uncontrollable because they're so easy to grab, and there's so many different flavors, and I love, love them. So yeah, I don't buy but cookies. My, but my yeah, standard holiday time, man. Yeah, my standard, like, grab some is definitely three. Grab
1: some. I grab some.
0: three. If I'm really going for it, four is on the table. Okay. But uh, my standard grab is three.
1: I like even numbers, so if I had to recollect, I'd probably say I'd grab four at a time.
0: Well, it's funny because I consider three as an even number because <laughs> I eat one on the way to my chair, so I have two. Oh, gotcha. All
1: right. Well, then I There's- grab six because I eat two on the way to my chair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's about the right answer. We're all right. Shinobi says he grabs the bowl. Yeah, sometimes I grab the package. I mean, you get crazy every once in a while, and like, I'll get a hankering for Oreos, and I'll just take mm. the whole fucking sleeve out of that bitch and pour a big glass of milk, and it's over. And then I have diabetes. Diabetes. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't
0: uh, go out and like buy cookies, but uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, we we constantly have cookies around. It's terrible for me.
1: Yeah, that's that's rough, man. It's a shitty
0: situation because they're delicious. It...
1: Yeah, well, it's armor it's good and it, bad at the same time.
0: Class armor knows how to make a goddamn cookie. She makes all the special Italian shits
1: that are <laughs> ridiculous. So, I was gonna say, what's your cookie of choice? Are you getting Oreos or Chips Ahoy, or is she, are you making them all from scratch?
0: Yeah, they're all they're all homemade. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. That's why it's a hard one because there's we literally have a freezer full of cookies. We've been giving cookies away to every person of we're strangers. We all walked outside through. Bro, a cookie you ain't haven't given
1: street. me any cookies. We have bags. You want one? Yeah, put that shit in the mail. Yeah,
0: hand it over. <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, yeah that between pies and cookies, it's just constant. Like something's happening. Oh, it's my birthday. I want a pie. Oh, it's Christmas. Oh, it's Saturday,
1: cookies. <laughs> Saturday's a good day for cookies.
0: Yes, it is. So ahoy, that's my dilemma. We made too many. Well, she uh, she messed up. She made a batch of cookies and she doubled the amount of butter accidentally. So, then you gotta so double she just everything doubled. Else? Yeah, she doubled everything else. So we got triple all of it. So it was how'd you shit. go from
1: double ingredients to triple the final amount? <laughs> it's it's the way. She's this doing that kind of that particular kind of math. Fractional. Yeah, that. What's that new kind of math that everybody hates that the kids are doing these days? That all the all the uh, oh
0: the ones with numbers.
1: No, it's well. I've seen memes about it. We've been out of school for a while, but there's a particular kind of math where uh, the parents hate it because it doesn't make any sense. It has a Yeah, name.
0: it's breaking down like multiplication into common some, core. That's common what it's core. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, you don't carry the one
0: anymore. There's some ridiculous stuff. There's a whole table to do doing four times four. There's a whole fucking thing. You're know, like, you just it's four times four, bro.
1: I think one of the ones I saw, was like, yeah, I guess when I do the math in my head, that's kind of what it looks like in my head. So it's not totally out of the question, but I feel like it takes an extra five minutes to do a simple problem.
0: Yeah, but understanding the process. They're like trying to wor- put the process on paper <laughs> and how we think of it, which I get. When it's yeah. Random shit. Oh, numbers have always been calculated differently in my head than I do it on paper.
1: Yeah, because I mean, how do you... You don't... I don't go through the process of four times four. I just know what it is. Yeah, you know?
0: I do a visual. I know, like... I set up a table in my head. Yeah, we don't need to have to talk about this, but...
1: Yeah, I guess my, my daughter is not even here yet, so it's going to be years and years before I have to deal with that bullshit. Yeah. And by yeah. then, there will probably won't be any schools left, so... No schools allowed. No one's going to school. Did he go to school? Ahoy, everybody. This is a Star Wars podcast. Welcome. Ahoy, we're on Chips Ahoy over here. Ahoy. <laughs> Rogue Squadron. Uh, Joe Rogue but, Squadron podcast. I hope everybody had a happy new year. We're getting old. Took it fairly easy. I think we used to get pretty crazy on New Year's Eve, but this year we hung out with the cousins and I was so bold. I made a fucking pot roast and it was great.
0: Nice. We actually made a pot roast too.
1: I'm a fan, man. I've been watching this uh, YouTube channel, Binging with Babish and... Just been trying new recipes, and uh, that was one that I, has been on my list for a while. So, that's what our New Year's Eve uh, night kind of totaled up to was pot roast and wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool.
0: Well, we're back at it. Happy New Year's, Nothing guys. else has
1: happened. This is a weird episode because Mando is over. Christmas and New Year's is over. However, High Republic does not come out until tomorrow, (laughs) so Mm. we're going to have to wait a week to talk about it. And Actually, I blundered and didn't pre-order it, so pre-order people get their copy of High Republic tomorrow. I don't get mine until the following week. Mm, Yeah, so so I'll get it tomorrow, so I'm up up to date. I'm ahead of you. I don't know. See, but you just got yours on uh, Christmas, I think, right? I'm assuming it was pre-ordered. Pre-pre-ordered? Well, I pre-ordered mine, too. It was just... Like, a week ago. I don't know. Um,
0: I can touch upon uh, Shadows of the Empire. So I booted up the old, uh, uh what the fuck, Steam on my computer. And I was, <laughs> you know, uh, last episode we ended on uh, me kind of being in a, like a retro comedy <laughs> mood. And I couldn't, nothing was itching to
1: Scritch. Yeah. You didn't um, end up watching anything.
0: Uh, well, I watched out cold. Uh, that did it, that did it, a lot of it. it. That's such a good, solid, like, late or early thousands movie. Um, but, yeah, I, so I just, you know, I was kind of tired of gaming. I was kind of over uh, Far Cry 5 for the night, and I was like, you know, I just want to do something. So I came up, came up here and booted up Steam to see what I had, and I forgot I bought a whole pack of Star Wars games, a classic one. So I got, like, X-Wing and... All the Dark Forces games, Jedi Knight, and all that. And then Shadows of the Empire was there, too. And I was like, fuck, I've never actually played Shadows of the Empire with... Um, I almost called him Din Jaren. I'm a psychopath.
1: <laughs> uh, Dash Rendar.
0: Dash Rendar, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you want to get pissed really quickly, just shoot on over to one of those old,
1: old games. Jesus Christ. Why, because it's bad or because it's hard?
0: It's not bad. I mean, it's before a lot of shit. Well, so, yeah.
1: I mean, graphically, it's pretty rough.
0: Yeah, it's rough. Um, but it it's fairly smooth. Uh, it's actually third person over the shoulder, which is unique. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it kind of starts as a flying game because it starts on Hoth and you've got to take down the AT-ATs. Uh, and then everything from there on out, you're basically, you know, over the shoulder of Dash
1: Rendar. So uh, allow me to refresh my own memory. The beginning there, you don't play as Dash. You play as Luke or you play as just a generic rebel in a snow speeder. It's, I assumed it was Dash, to be honest. Cause I feel like I remember the Hoth scene, but then the whole rest of the story revolves around Dash Rendar, right? But Dash wasn't on Hoth. So what the hell are you doing? On yes, Hoth? he was. Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, shit, I was like eight, so I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, cause it says here, uh, The game's story is divided into four chapters. Uh, Chapter one was Echo Base. Begins shortly before the Battle of Hoth as Dash Rendar and Lebo, uh, Dash's droid co-pilot, arrive at Echo Base to deliver supplies. He briefly talks with Han
1: Solo. Gotcha. Okay, so they wolf Um, him in there. Got it. Yeah,
0: so he gets who gets him temporary uh, clearance to fly with Rogue Squadron? So he literally is a part of Rogue Squadron for just that battle savage.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'd never owned Shadows of the Empire back in uh, the younger days. But my dentist's office, surprisingly enough, had an N64. And that was one of the games that they had along with Mario and a couple others. A
0: savage dentist. That's
1: fucking <clears> awesome. I, I remember being like, we we changed dentists a couple years after that. And I was like, Mom, what none, the of these, fuck? none of these other <laughs> dentist offices have video games in the lobby. What the hell are we doing? This isn't worth it. And that was before I got my N64 personally. So I would try to convince my mom to like, let's go early, even though I hate the dentist, but I can play let's this N64. Go to the
0: dentist early. Who yeah, man, I could that?
1: sit in the lobby and play the dentist uh, N64 early. Anyways, that's, that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it was totally random. And all that to say that I never owned Shadows of the Empire, but I did play it there. And because I only had like, you know, 30 minutes at a time, I never got past Hoth. So my only recollection of Shadows of the Empire is that Hoth battle.
0: Yeah, uh, one thing that I do really like about uh, Dash Randar is not his name. Sorry about that. Um, but I bet his he's fast. Ship, bet his he's got a ship, fast ship. The, that ship, the Outrider, is uh, pretty fucking cool. I love how asymmetrical it is. Yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of like a big pancake with uh, kind yeah. of like a, a um, Millennium Falcon kind of jut out cockpit on the side. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, the, again, the game's really clunky. I don't like... I talk about new games and getting frustrated with them. Generally, I, I can prevent myself from dying if I don't get reckless. Unless it's multiplayer, of course. Um, but if I'm playing a, a solo game, Far Cry, if I'm not reckless, I'm not going to die. I can usually, if I just take have some patience and go and do the thing that I need to do, normally I'm not going to die. Okay. This game, your biggest enemy is a fucking can fucking hole in the ground cuz you can't jump everything's oh my god <laughs> there's no bridges in the game you have to jump from crevice to crevice and over landings and it's ridiculous <laughs> okay and you slide the game so my issue is probably half of it's the way i play so i have the up down left right on my on my left on the keyboard and then i shoot with the mouse Oh, you're my calling right. mouse and
1: keyboard on this bitch, huh? Yeah,
0: but if I push the mouse forward, I walk forward. So I'm That's accidentally, trippy. yeah, I'm accidentally sliding myself around sometimes if I bump the the keyboard or the uh, the motherfucker.
1: So if it's on Steam, you should be able to customize those controls a little. bit I more. know. I'm just a dangus
0: that I don't feel like doing it. It's not that big. A- I actually don't mind dying because I know I'm gonna die. <laughs> See, the issue is, you know what would happen is you wouldn't say I, that
1: in any other game.
0: I well. The issue is I would fix everything and then still die. So let me just fucking try to do it with this stuff. I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that sucks is it's an old game. So when you game over, you go all the way back to the beginning of the, the level.
1: You It's you're yeah. fucked. No, no checkpoints.
0: Yeah. It's not as bad as NES. You don't go all the way back to the goddamn beginning of the story, but um, you can get like pretty far into a chapter, they whatever they call it. I guess they are considered levels. And if you die at the end, trying to kill IG-88, you go all the way back to the fucking beginning. So Games were tough when we were kids, man. They are brutally tough. They are brutally tough. And uh, unfortunately, I haven't got that. Well, I've, I'm probably like a third of the way, maybe a little more away through through the game. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that to uh, Tommy Boy, and he's like, oh, have you got the Boba Fett yet? Because that's a bitch. And I was like, fuck, that's who I'm chasing right now. Yeah. like now you he unhyped me. I'm like I'm not looking forward to this pain in the ass battle against Maybe Boba that's Fett.
1: why everyone loves Boba Fett. Shadows yeah. of the fucking Empire.
0: Well, they throw some some decent names in there. Obviously, IG-88 I just tossed out there. You kill him. Um so it's pretty cool seeing him jump jump around and, and take try to take you out. Nice,
1: nice. Uh yeah, so I'm seeing Prince uh Zizor, Jabba yep. the Hut, Luke Skywalker's out there. Um Do they say his name in that game audibly at all because i've heard his name pronounced as Shizor and zizor and caesar before and i don't oh, know I which don't one's know. correct and i hate i i love how it's spelled but i hate saying it out loud it's one of those words if you know what i mean <laughs> sorry uh also in my never ending quest to promote other channels other than our own um, uh, Mr. Sunday did a recap of that whole, I think it was like a whole, it was not just the game. There was comics and there was books all around the Shadows of the Empire timeline. Mm-hmm. And he has a video recapping, um, the whole thing, which is pretty cool. Cause I never knew any of the. I didn't know the story back then. Cause I was too young. I just played the games. I had no idea yeah. what, what actually was going on, but to be honest, I'm not even 100% sure. I've been trying to pay attention, but everything's
0: so choppy that you miss one word and then the whole fucking level doesn't make sense. You're like, "What is
1: happening?" <laughs> no subtitles back on the uh, caravana garbage? I don't I don't remember the caravana garbage. Or wow, why don't I, I said that cuz I was looking at the fucking page. <laughs> <laughs> Shadows of the Empire. I don't know. I don't know. I hate when my mind does that. I'm trying to think of one thing, but I'm looking at something in my my mouth just pronounces the the words I see on screen. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Well, you think uh, you're digging it enough that you're going to finish it?
0: Uh, I, I imagine. It's, it's not that crazy of a game. The good thing is the levels aren't long. So even if I'm struggling, there's usually one part I'm going to struggle at. And once I get past it, it it's fine. Nice. They do break it up because there are some. Well, so, okay. So I did kind of lie. Well, no, no. They do have checkpoints during the the levels, but if you completely die at the end of the game, you go back to the beginning of the level. So, um they do kind of save you halfway, but you only have like 3 lives. So that's that's one one mishap and then falling twice, so you're you're fucked, so. Um cuz yeah. there's one where you open up a fucking hangar door and there's an ATST and you're just a dude with a blaster. <laughs> and I'm looking around, I'm like, "What what the fuck do I do?" And I started shooting them. And it said 100, 100, 100, 100, 99, 99. I'm just like, and I'm blasting away. I'm like, this is going to take fucking forever.
1: (laughs) I hate bosses like that. That's an issue I have with games sometimes. It's like you get powers and abilities, but you can't use any of that shit on the boss, you know?
0: Yeah, well, I'm a dangus, and I probably missed something because I know there's like rockets that you can get throughout the levels but I don't know where those are and you have to go out of your way to get them so I came across the ATSC and I'm like up blaster and fucking kicking and punching what do you want to do so I uh, I glitched it out and I ran between his feet where he couldn't get me and shot him for about 40 minutes so (laughs) I'm not kidding it was about 40 minutes I was so frustrated that I was like I'm not dying I'm not gonna I gotta kill him and it worked it worked I just spent a lot of time clicking away
1: Man, that was so that could be so frustrating sometimes. It builds games. character, commander. It did. But now that we're old, <laughs> I don't want de- I don't want to play that shit anymore. <laughs> now it destroys
0: hope. hope.
1: Hope. Yeah. I like those games are like jumping back into for like, you know, an hour every once in a while. Like just get that little bite of nostalgia and it's fun. But I don't know if I could sit through. I remember we sat down and you, I tried to go through Dark Forces and you were making fun of me. I don't know if I could sit through and play the whole game anymore,
0: you know? See, Dark Forces, I think, was pre-Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. That was about as blocky and as, as basic. Because that yeah. was like original. Quake style
1: or Doom yeah. or which, whichever one was first. I can't remember. Yeah,
0: that was bad. This has 3D-esque properties. Yeah. Um, so you can't turn and, and that sort of thing. It's not like a fucking 2D... When you turn, the whole fucking thing turns, yeah. Yeah, super weird. It was, yeah, that's a bad game. Uh, this one, maybe it's because I based it off of that, that I'm like, oh, look, like I can move around a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and jump Nope. reasonably. Um, yeah, yeah, so. That's cool. Shadows of the Empire, I, I've known the name Dash Rendar for all my life, and I just have never known anything about him. Um, again, his, his ship is one of the, I'm going to bring a picture, Outlander.
1: I love it. Or I mostly out- know it from, like I said, I didn't play the full game. Um, I mostly know that ship from playing uh, X Wing Miniatures. I always thought it was a badass ship, and it could do way too many things.
0: Why am I not coming it up
1: c- with this? It could just like do fucking. Uh, it's called the Outrider, I think. Outrider. I put Outlander. I'm a fucking Mavaga. right Isn't that a Nissan SUV? <laughs> The Outrider I think so
0: It's outlandish Cool uh, I
1: haven't played fucking X-Wing in a in a long time Let's so go for you Do you want well, to it, continue? The chain Oh, there you go Yeah, I think sweet
0: Yeah, it's just uh, It's pretty standard looking It reminds me a lot of uh, The Millennium Falcon It's just Yeah Little, little simpler, a little smaller, seemingly. Yeah, I like it.
1: I like if it If you're lot. not watching the live stream with us, uh, make sure you go type in Outrider. Get a glimpse of that beauty.
0: Yeah. And then I was looking at the... Uh, oh, I guess that is just the only picture. Wow, look how small that thing is.
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever. Zoom in. No, it's okay. I know that's basically the resolution that we got back in the day so that's the size of that, the game that's accurate that's how small
0: it is you know one thing that I do like is the fact that it loads so fucking quickly I click play and it's like okay you're playing you're like oh shit here we go ba 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 ba
1: yeah cartridge days there was no loading yeah you just yeah you you hit play and you're going man you're in there yeah
0: oh man yeah yeah, those classic games, man. And that's itching my scritch a little bit. Maybe that's why I'm a little more patient with it because I've wanted something old, retro yeah. feeling. You know what probably kicked it all off is the fact that I got that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtle comic for sure. Christmas. Sure. Um, and I, I kind of plunged into that. I, I read the first issue. And man, it's just so classic. It really yeah. is. It's just perfection. It's so like innocent still. Uh, and at, this is a, it's a nice hardcover one. So they kind of describe their thought process while they were making it. You got some, uh, behind the
1: scenes, so to speak.
0: Yeah. And they kind of, they literally go page to page. They're like, oh, so he did this part of the drawing. I did this part of the drawing. This is what we were going for. Nice. Um, yeah. And to give you a big spoiler in the first issue, the turtles, we go through their origin story and they kill shredder. As their origin story? <laughs> well, no, they. I mean, it's literally the first um, movie where Splinter sits down and says, "This is where you are, Turtles," and then this is how you. And it shows him doing. <laughs>
1: Oroko Saki. Like,
0: yeah, it literally shows him doing kung fu in his cage or ninjutsu, and yeah. Uh, it, it, it yeah that they based it right off the the comic. Um. Oh, that's cool. So it's nineteen. It's nineteen eighty four was the first one. What, what it was written, but I, I noticed in the in the commentary at the end of the issue they're like oh yeah we were kind of we didn't want to be any other uh comic book so we wanted if we have a bad guy that dies they're never coming back and then i like it, that it, but uh they're like honestly when we wrote that we didn't think there was going to be a second issue so <laughs> so i think the shredder comes back
1: interesting yeah did they uh did they order pizza in the first issue no they didn't there was no pizza interesting um that whole like cowabunga teenage attitude is probably added afterwards.
0: Yeah, you know that's that's the one thing i haven't really seen yet. There was there it's innocent in its uh design. There the turtles themselves are savages right now. Nice. Um they're they're quite a bit more brutal, bloodlust they are you're going to get killed. Are you a bad guy? You're going to die today. I like it. Um, so yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm wondering how big of a difference there is between that, this and the, in the cartoon, cause maybe they ramp it up a lot with the pizza and the cowabungas in the, uh, cartoon.
1: Kind of appeal to that younger audience, man. They
0: buy the toys. Yeah. It's in, it's also interesting. 1984 is so early, so fucking early with, with everything going on. Like you look at the 80s stuff and like ET wasn't even out. When did ET come
1: out? I I would probably guess like 84, 86, something like that. Yeah. Where'd you go from uh, Turtles to E.T. though? I'm just thinking like of of the time period. E.T. is 82. Oh, it is that early. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Before Return of the Jedi. Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. Damn, dude. It's a good point. Yeah, but that would have been fun. There would have been plenty of stuff to do if I was a kid back then. If I was a little older. I mean, you go from Star Wars to... uh, Ninja Turtles to Terminator.
0: To Transformers. Transformers was huge in the 80s. And that was the stuff that I missed out on. That's why I kind of jumped onto the Beast Wars, obviously. But early... Thundercats was, yeah. Yeah. Masters of the
1: universe. (laughs) I never watched He-Man. The only He-Man information I have is from CKY. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only way I know about Beast Man and Skeletor. Man,
0: thank you. Uh, Actually, uh, just another snippet on uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is they were talking about how they came up with the idea of Shredder. And literally the two writers were living together in some apartment and they were washing dishes one night. And one guy was washing, the other guy was drying. And the guy put a, the, a cheese grater on his arm and said, dude, what if a bad guy had like a grater on his arm? He used it as a weapon. And he said, <laughs> and he said, I, we would call him the grater. And he said, no, no, you call him the shredder. And that's how they came up with it.
1: Hey, man. That's how a lot of great ideas spark. Just some bullshit. From People talking about out while they're doing dishes. Doing, doing something dishes. mundane. Yeah. And I guess uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles themselves,
0: it was supposed to be a joke. They used to, like, draw little pictures to each other just to annoy each other. So the one guy just drew a standing up turtle and put a fucking headband on him and said, hey, <laughs> this guy does Kung Fu. Ninjutsu.
1: <laughs> he does ninjutsu, baby. Yeah,
0: nice, fun old shit, man. I'm I'm down memory lane. I I, I constantly do it, but uh, yeah, it was more of like I I want to go down memory lane without being nostalgic. Does that make sense?
1: Like I want to. Well, remember maybe stuff. maybe you should watch Wonder Woman then if you're into that older stuff. I mean, it's set in 1984. Maybe. I sorry, that was on my list, even though I haven't seen it yet. I did. I left it on the list because I will watch it eventually. Uh, and it's obviously titled Wonder Woman 1984. You just said the Turtles came out that same year. so
0: If they don't refer to the Turtles, it's unwatchable.
1: Yeah, why would they even do that?
0: I mean, if you want to make money, we can write your movies, guys. That's that's the way it is. It's
1: the way rogue the Squad. Rogue. What did, we, what did we say we were going to call ourselves? Rogue 2 Media? 8D. Oh, yeah. 8D Entertainment, LLC. 8D
0: Dick Entertainment.
1: <laughs> Listen, Favreau. I know you got a lot of work on your plate now. Kathleen gave you 40 new shows to make. If you need any help, you just outsource that shit over here to 8D. 8D. We'll take care of it. <laughs> 8D. Put Beastman and Skeletor and everything. Problem solved. Anyways. That's fine.
0: I'm going to do the classic old thing. I do have a couple questions I do want to ask you. <laughs> the classic old thing? Classic old person thing?
1: What no, what said? I
0: was going to say is I, I Googled Star Wars and clicked news, see if there was any,
1: anything that popped up. But oh.
0: most of it's uh, the High Republic launching.
1: Um, which... I got a special delivery. Uh-oh. Well, I've been, I've been talking about this. Uh, I'll take my virtual background off so you guys can see this. But I've been talking about the uh, Hot Toys, Commander Cody, for a while. It finally showed up last week. It was the day after... Uh, our last episode recorded. So this is like, I've been waiting for this for almost two years exactly, and it has finally arrived. So hand everyone, built by Gungans, hand built by Kaminamans. Uh, anyone that's watching the live stream, you guys can see this. It's beautiful. I also shared some pics on social. Very, very, very pleased. I've never purchased a very expensive like collectible style action figure before, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I'm thoroughly thoroughly impressed. I didn't bring the box over, unfortunately, but there's a million different attachments, and you can swap out his helmet for like his actual face. And he's got little hologram guys. You can see Palpatine. He's ready to execute Order 66.
0: That's pretty menacing.
1: Weapons, uh everything. The detail is just insane. I mean, I'm 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 shocked. I'm thunderstruck. Thunder. So very pleased.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where do we go, uh where do we go next
1: with Grogu, man? Uh he's gotta die eventually. <laughs> Usually that's what Disney wants to do. He must die.
0: So in in retrospect of 2020 ending, and we're moving forward with some shit. Yeah. Wanted to ask Commander at least pose the question to all you fucks that are live
1: with us. I hate questions. We got
0: is there a is there since the Disney era of Star Wars? Is there a character that you have come around to, or that you like, that maybe you didn't like that much, but now that uh, this this stuff has come out, you do like, or or the opposite? Was there a character that was beloved to you that you yeah, kind of you're more like eh, you know?
1: Yeah, uh, I think I said after we saw Rise of Skywalker that I wasn't. Crazy about Finn at first, uh, and I liked him a lot at the at the end of the sequel trilogy. Big fan of, of Finn. I didn't hate him, but I was just like, yeah, he's, he's fine. And then once we get the full sequel trilogy done, I, I would say, yeah, I came around to him for sure.
0: Do you still, so with that said, do you still wish he was taken out in episode
1: eight? Yeah, that's interesting because I, I still believe that that would have been a good story choice.
0: It almost solidifies his story. Like yeah. he turned on on the first order, rambled around, helped Rey out, get to where she's going, what and you know, save some people, but in the end died killing the first order or preventing mm-hmm. the first order. You know, it it just felt like a, a full circle, like
1: that's where he needed to go.
0: He was fine in eight in yeah. nine. I you know, it was nice to see him come across other people that
1: well, they had to give from him first something order. to do, you know. The fact that he and Poe become like co-generals, I think is a good decision. So it was cool. And I think the fact that they teased that he's Force-sensitive, but they didn't go, they didn't overstep that thread. They didn't go like, Ray starts training him or anything crazy. Yeah. It's just, Just just basically he's, yeah, he's using it like for his instincts in in battle and stuff, which I thought was really nice. So yeah, I agree that he, story decision would have been best if he had died in eight. But the fact that he didn't, I have come around to his character at the end of Rise of Skywalker.
0: Any original trilogy characters in in particular?
1: That I've come around to?
0: Oh my God, that's an
1: obvious one. Or what was the other one that you said?
0: I'll say mine. Luke Skywalker. I thought he was a whiny bitch. And then Mm -hmm. episode eight completely changed that. Even Mando. I'm talking about everything that uh, Disney has done since they they've bought it. You know, we got to see prime prime clear-headed Luke save Grogu from a certain mm-hmm. point of view. Yep. It was fucking savage. It was one of the craziest things and it you know, it's simple, but I haven't seen that side of Luke. You know, right. I always thought they kind of scratched the surface with return or return of the Jedi. But he like cuts Barely. a speeder speeder in half and then he kind of winds some more. He's over he's roasting over an Ewok fire 2 minutes later and you're like, "What the yeah. Like you just did some badass shit and now you're what are you doing, dude? Right. Right. Um and he completely gives up to his dad, which, you know, maybe that was just a plot to get in front of the the uh the chancellor there. Yeah. Um but he's still kind of I don't know, even in saving his dad was still like whiny and dying. Like he literally died to save the day. Like what kind of a bitch move is that? <laughs> I've never this uh, look. I give him a lot more shit than he than he uh, deserves, but I do like Luke Skywalker quite a bit more now yeah. that uh, he seems like he struggled more instead of happy dancing. So,
1: absolutely. Uh, before Last Jedi, if you had told me that Luke Skywalker was going to be a hail mary plot device at the end of you know a Star Wars show and save the day, I would have been like, that doesn't sound fun at all. I don't like Luke Skywalker. He does, it, um,
0: he does it in episode eight, too. He yeah. kills himself, saving the day.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, both both those new versions. Well, I shouldn't say new versions. It's still Luke, but both those new uh, iterations, I'm a huge fan of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, good
1: call. I agree.
0: Anyone uh, that you dislike? See, I have one that, it's a newer character, but as we went a- along, I actually kind of lost okay. my, my love for him. Poe? No, it was BB-8. Interesting. You know, droids are very easy to love. And BB-8 is very bubbly, physically and, you know, beepily. And it's just like, he does too much. Like, even for a droid in Star Wars, he just does too much. He's everywhere. He does everything right. Like, R2, we see him in the prequels and he does some ridiculous stuff. But he also
1: gets blown up. Well, he also, a lot of his stuff revolves around, like, helping the main characters do something like R2 is usually like unlocking the door or shutting down the trash compactor or coming in at the last minute to like, you know, uh, turn the Falcons guns on or whatever the fuck. That's not a good example, but yeah, it was when BB eight really turned for me in (laughs) the end of last Jedi when he's controlling that ATST. Yeah. I'm like, okay, come on, man. That's like, that's too, that's too much. And yeah, it's after that, that he kind of falls off.
0: It's something, uh, you know, I'm not mad at it. It's just, you know, he, he is probably one of my least favorite droids. Unfortunately, you yeah. know, um, yeah, that a t s d thing really broke me in half. I was like, what kind <laughs> of fuck? Like, it was beyond a plot device. It was like the droid's going to save the day. Right. You're I like, did. I hated that. You're like, can he assist the person who's saving the day? Please don't have the droid save the day. Exactly. Like, even R2, when he blows up those two uh, super battle droids, only him is in trouble. O- only himself. Like, it wasn't even, like, anything really going on. It was just kind of a, slide, a side plot thing. Right, right. I don't know. To save... I don't know. I know what you mean. I would just, agree with that. I, I hate to get pissed at Star Wars, because it, it is... It's all for <laughs> fun, guys. It's all for children, first of all, and then it's all for fun, but... It is for yeah, fun. Yeah, BB-8, uh, they, they definitely stepped too far. Um, I agree with that. I
1: wouldn't say I hate him afterwards, but yeah. You know um, what? Other another one, one. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Han is another one. I've that talked you like about more. how much I love Solo. Yeah, he really came around for me. I I love Alden's performance in Solo, and I think he makes me appreciate older Han a lot more. So Solo and uh, Han in Force Awakens. Huge fan. Huge fan.
0: Yeah, I th- I think I do like Han more too. I think I've always bitched about Han. Well, you put him in your top five last week. You better fucking love him. Well, from a certain... It depends on what you're asking about. You know, I I do like Han Solo. Yeah. I like him in the story. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he does too much in the original trilogy. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he is supposed to be the regular Joe that can... You know, there's always going to be Sith and Jedi. Who's going to make the difference? It's how I mean, Solo being a, d- a good person is going to make the difference. That's kind of the idea.
1: I think a lot of my annoyance about Han in the original trilogy is the fact that he goes from nonchalant smuggler and then in Empire, he has his love arc with Leia, which I, lo- I love him in Empire for sure. Yeah. I think it's just the fact that he goes from a smuggler to general in a few months. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, everybody that joins the group, Lando. Hey, yeah. you, have a, you have a ship all right, general, get the fuck over here. You're like, whoa, right.
1: whoa. You're the You're the admiral now.
0: You're just okay. shitting all over all the Jedi that used to be generals and led armies, and then you're like, you fly a ship? General, general, general. And you're like, right.
1: chill exactly. the fuck you, out. <laughs> you almost betrayed Han, and then you changed your mind? You're a general now. Yeah. It's just that kind of stuff that bugged me. So it's probably not even Han. It's just that story choice in, in Return of the Jedi, which I'm annoyed with. Yeah. Yeah. Han... Yeah. So Solo. Um, how do you feel about Lando? I was just thinking that, and I was going to bring him up, but I was like, I've never been a huge...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've never loved Lando. I mean, I mm-hmm. think he's great. I've, he's just never been one of my favorite characters. So, you know. Yeah, he was kind of forced into Rise of Skywalker. It was so cool to see... Rise of Skywalker, I almost don't even...
0: That's just to throw him in there. Like, that could have been anybody. Why did it have to be Lando in that ship? I don't know. Because
1: they didn't throw him into 7 or 8, so they threw him in 9. I know,
0: but that's why I didn't <laughs> like it. You had to throw him in there. Um, yeah. I mean, I, lo- yeah.
1: I like him in Solo as well, but I've ne- he's never been one of my favorite characters, so it is what it is.
0: Yeah, you know, I he's fine. I've never liked him that much either. Even, you know, if it, as the original trilogy sits by itself, it's like, I don't know. Like, he doesn't do much. He, he gives up his friends, but they're not really his friends. So it's all business. So fuck them. And you're like, okay, like he's, but an, then he, they are
1: best friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> believe me. I, I don't. Yeah. And then to be honest, you know, even though I liked, uh, what's his faces Glover's, uh, rendition of him, yeah. it didn't add anything to me. He was like the same Lando. I agree. Uh, which was my issue with it. I wish they, they had some growing pains. Um, You know, the background story is nice. We get to hear that he wasn't very close to his father, the same as Han, um, when a small little scene on the the Falcon.
1: Um, I definitely like him better in Solo than I do in the others. I don't know. It's just so weird that he... I feel like with the Rebellion, he got back and he rescued Leia. I feel like the Rebellion would have been like thank you for changing your mind and rescuing our general. However, you did almost commit all of them to the Empire so we're throwing you in jail.
0: Yeah. You committed treason <laughs> but because of pussy you came back and... Right. So like if, we appreciate it. So
1: for that gesture we won't execute you but you are going to jail. Literally um, <laughs>
0: if Leia wore underwear Han and Lando would have peaced out
1: years ago. George wrote the, the plot loop in there for himself from the beginning. No underwear. No underwear. Yeah. Everybody's going to be
0: following along.
1: Yep. Characters are going to give up everything they, Even they ever had. Even Luke for his sister. <laughs> Before they change that shit around, too. I bet people were so mad when Return of the Jedi first came out. Anyone that wasn't a, a kid, I mean. I bet people were so mad. They flipped around so many things.
0: Yeah. Oh, Brennan kind of uh, agrees here. Lando is pretty meh, a lot of personality, but uh, pretty shallow as a character in a new yeah. canon. See, that's yeah. and that's kind of my, my argument with Solo. Not Solo, Lando in Solo. They didn't add, he was still just a cocky prick back then and thought he was yeah. better than any, everybody, which, you know, we saw Han kind of grow. He was careless, but he got put in his place. People died because of him, and he learned from his mistakes. Yeah. You know, he helps someone out and it happens to be Chewy and they, you know, create this strong bond and you, you see solo fail left and right and the dirt trash that he came from. Yep. So um yeah, we just kinda walk into Lando being a fucking card general, cheating in Euchre, and then no
1: one cares. So you're like oh, slipping that uh, off jack under the table. Off jack. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That was one of my things. I you know it, like it or love, uh, like it or love it, uh, like like or hate it, with the Disney stuff, you know they they at least they've been pushing pushing the limits of uh, some of these characters. Do Most you, oh, of the time, do yeah. you feel any different about like R two
1: or any of the other droids? C three PO is more annoying if that was ever possible. I actually uh. thought C three PO's best performance was
0: Episode Nine. I was actually I mean laughing. It, was, uh,
1: it was a good performance. But I feel like he was being as annoying as he has ever been. Yeah. But that's thought, his character. So it is a good performance, but it doesn't mean I'm like, oh, 3PO, you're so funny. I, I
0: know. was, I was laughing. I thought he was the funniest in episode nine. Um, I thought he was the glue character because he was just kind of uh, out and about. And he was finally the key You know, to something. To, to something, yeah. R2's always been the, the that factor, and uh, sure. C-3PO actually got what he wanted. Sure, he wanted to help. That's mm-hmm. all C-3PO wanted. Mm-hmm. R2 wanted to talk shit and kill some people along the way. R2's the
1: Rambo C-3PO's, <laughs> the C-3PO of the droids. <laughs> Even though three PO is the one with the red eyes and the bowcaster, uh, Tommy Boy, who's now, yeah, blah, 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 was talking about people thinking um, 3PO was going to turn evil in episode nine because mm-hmm. of his red eyes in the trailer. Yeah. Which I think we did say, but I don't, we speculated, but it wasn't about him turning evil. It was like somebody, I don't know. They they hack into 3PO and they turn him into a, a warrior robot instead of a protocol droid or something like that. Yeah. Which doesn't happen. That was a fake out.
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah, someone pushed uh, the hard reset on C3PO. I had to reboot, bro. Yeah. I had to. So, another question that was rumbling around in the empty chamber that I call my head <sighs> was we ended last episode and I kind of brought up the fact that episode five felt more nostalgic to me. Yeah. It's probably the most nostalgic Star Wars for me. I don't know why. For sure. Yeah. You know, there, there's probably several aspects. Maybe it was the one that was, I don't know, in in my VHS more often. And I just, you know, that was the one the. maybe because I liked Darth Vader. I liked seeing him fuck Luke up. And maybe I liked Yoda, well, you know, being introduced to Yoda. Yeah. Um. And obviously we start off with a fucking epic battle scene. What Disney era movie feels most nostalgic to you. And that can mean a lot of different things. That I guess that means what What does nostalgia mean to you? Does Is it more familiar to the original trilogy or is it uh, just a feeling? Yeah. A setting
1: of uh, the movie? I think the set piece is a lot, is a big piece of it. Yeah. I think the set piece of Hoth is, is a big part of what makes you always think of Empire. I would kind of go back to Last Jedi as far as the sequel trilogy. Like usually like usually when I think of going back to watch the sequel trilogy, it used to be seven, but now I think it's Last Jedi that I, I jumped to first.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean my, I'm gonna cop out. I gotta do Rogue One.
1: Oh, true. I was thinking seven eight nine for some reason, not just the Disney stuff in general.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, Rogue it's, One's a good one. It's most of the setting, and you get to see the Death Star. You know, finally built, put together. We get the fucking dish put on. Tarkin's in it, Vader's in it. And you're like, oh my <laughs> God, X-Wings and all the shit's like, you know, even though we have brand new characters, it's so familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mon Mothma's in it. You're like, what?
1: Jimmy Smiths is back. Always yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, I think I, I like, well, the, yeah, you just described a lot of um, the set piece is what makes it huge. The Death yeah. Star, Star Destroyers, Empire, Scarif. So yeah, I mean Last Jedi I just instantly think of Snoke's throne room, instantly think of Crate. Um I don't know. Just I love uh gravitate towards it right away. How do you feel about the speeders? How they're used on crate. Do you still are you still okay with it? Oh, those stupid little uh, uh snow skiff stupid things. Stupid little sea Skiffs. <sighs> I mean, I think story wise it makes sense. Like they got they have nothing to work with. That's the only way it makes sense. <laughs> it's on paper. I uh, it's a death sentence. It's just the it's just Rose that I think bugs me. Because like you're a technician, you don't know how to fly. Why are you out there Finn like, shouldn't be in flying? the battle? Finn's a trained stormtrooper, that makes a little more sense. And Poe's a pilot it's just Rose out there. Like you were supposed to be repairing things like, come on, man. So I don't know.
0: Uh, Cameron says, I don't think the skiff things fire a shot in that movie. Like they literally go out there <laughs> and, accurate, and then yeah. just die. You know like, yeah. what can't y'all? There's a huge garage door. <laughs> Why are we going out there? Why are they going out there is the big question.
1: I think, as Finn, well, Finn mentioned that um, stupid. Oh, the Death Star. Death tech. Star technology mm. battering ram. So, like, the door can hold them from everything except for that. So they have to go try to stop it, and then they don't, and it gets through anyways. So, again,
0: it would have. You know what? I would have been okay with those goddamn skiffs if Finn killed himself in a skiff, blowing right. up the, the gun, right. That would have le- uh, legit, legitimize it in my head, but it doesn't yeah. happen, so I fucking hate him. <laughs> I hate it's him a, and I hate those. It's an interesting uh, setting. I do like the planet, how it's like salt, and but there's red under the salt because of the type of rock that's on it. I mean, that's cool.
1: Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Once the sun starts setting and Kylo and Luke are going at their duel, that's like iconic imagery. Yeah. Um, the Holdo hyperspace maneuver, the red in Snoke's throne room. Luke and the Temple on Octo, all that is just like, like when I, I was talking last week about the Lord of the Rings 4K, and I'm like, I want a 4K TV so I can witness Last Jedi in 4K, along with Lord of the Rings. I think I feel like just for some reason that's where my mind goes to right away. So hmm. I call set piece for nostalgia magic. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, Episode Five is the best set pieces by far. You have Hoth mm-hmm. and then Dagobah is so filled with shit. Bespin best yeah we get more you know what's weird is we get dagobah and it feels more alien even though that's like a fake set and it literally could they could go so, like in alabama yeah. i'm sure they could find a fucking <laughs> just buy you bog yeah, they yeah. Go. but like for some reason endor
1: doesn't do it for me
0: is that weird
1: is it just your hatred of the Ewoks that pulls you away from Endor or is it the fact that it's just is it? down the street in California?
0: I don't know. Or is it the fact that Han Solo shoots, blows up the whole fucking dish and hides behind a trash can and lives
1: on ba- I despise part of that. I despise a big chunk of that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but Han Solo becomes a caricature in that film. Mm. And I feel like after we leave Jabba, anything that isn't uh emperor's throne room i'm just like yeah. that's my reaction you know it's a valid point that movie
0: doesn't get going ever until you get to the end and then you're like so be it jedi and then you're like on fucking the edge of your seat for about 5 minutes and then it's done again you're like what yeah it is a very weird uh start to a movie the whole job of palace and i get it that they had they wanted to follow up because we saw Han Solo frozen, so we got to go get him back. So I get it, but it is a very weird, clunky start.
1: I, t- well, it, I make fun of it because it's like 35 minutes. It's mm-hmm. not, but it's it's it feels long. I make fun of it, but that might, that's probably my favorite set piece in that movie, though. You know what I mean? Like seeing Jabba room. and Boba mm-hmm. and all the different aliens and... Rancor and all that stuff. Like I do love that part. That part. That is mm-hmm. one of the things that I that my mind when I think of Star Wars, it gets called back to Java, Java's palace very often. As much as I do shit on it, well, it's just and, it's the Ender stuff that I'm not huge on.
0: And they followed through. The very first scene we get to see Han and Chewie, they're they're trying to pay off the debt that they owe Jabba. So they play it all the way out. They even meant Han even mentions it. You know, I, I got to leave the rebellion because there's a. A bounty on my head. Yep. So it's constantly... Death Mark's not an easy thing to live yes, with. Yes, it's constantly thrown in our faces. So it's it's obvious why it happens. But just from a, a film stand, like standpoint, it is weird to start with. Just like, we're back on Tatooine. Sure. For a whole different reason. Sure. Um, I do like the set piece. I do like the set piece. I always liked uh, battles on Tatooine, which we don't get. Yeah. Which... What I mean by that is like even in Battlefront 2, the original one for Xbox, I was like playing on Moss Moss Isley. Yeah, or like all the tattooing
1: stuff on Kotor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But we, we yeah, we don't get really anything in the movies. We
1: just get a sail barge. Right, which you're levitating above the sand and fighting people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess Lando's trying to fall into the pit. Or trying not to fall in the pit, I should say. <laughs> Lando. Um I was just—I was thinking of my idea of set pieces, and then my mind was going back to the prequel trilogy. I think that's why I have a lot of love for Attack of the Clones, Kamino, and Geonosis. I I just—I love all that stuff.
0: One thing they did do well, oh guys, turn your fucking (laughs) earbuds up, turn the volume up. The one thing they did do well in Episode Two was they definitely expanded the universe. Um, we get to see a lot of cool species, you know, Dax, like what the fuck is a Dax, but he's cool as hell. The diner he runs is a shithole, but you know, him himself's fucking cool. Probably got a good
1: breakfast at that diner though.
0: And then the Caminoans themselves, that's a cool species. And then we get to see the Geonosians. Those things are fucking epic. Yeah. Those are so cool. And we get to see the war aspects, you know, the, the AT, ETs, what are the big walkers? A T T E A T T E. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. They, they, there's a lot of stuff that they kind of expanded on what what exists in in the uh, the the galaxy of uh, Star Wars.
1: And then in three, they really doubled down on that too. Seismic the charges. War, they go everywhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm still I mean, not uh, a huge fan of the movie. You know, we've all we've all got to have to we we all have to have a least favorite, and that just unfortunately is my least favorite. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of aspects to it that, you know, it's cool. The fact we yeah. get to see Jango versus Obi-Wan. Pfft.
1: That's amazing. I love Kamino. I love the clones. I love Geonosis. I love the chase and Coruscant. That's a huge set piece. We're revisiting Naboo in a totally different light. I love Dooku. There's a lot there, man. Also, I also watched it 100 times when I was younger. Yeah. No, it does have,
0: but, uh... The Dooku fight at the end is pretty fucking epic. I always like seeing
1: Dooku fight.
0: And obviously, we, we don't even get to see him fight for that long in episode three. So
1: True. And gets his dang old head chopped off.
0: Oh, dang old, dang old. They were fucking around with him, dang old. Ah, seismic charges. What Stephen King books have you ever read? Uh, I read Firestarter. Um, the first... Dark Tower, uh, Christine, uh, and I, I started uh, what's called the Body, which is uh, Stand by Me, but that's like a fucking fifteen hundred page book. It's ridiculous.
1: No, that's the opposite. The Body is short. Body's super short.
0: What am I thinking then?
1: It probably. <laughs> no, it's I a lot longer than it. I thought.
0: Yeah. The Fire Sword is the one that I remember the most, to be honest. Uh, Christine was really good. I always loved the movie, Christine. Yeah. It always fucked with me. Just,
1: it's such a weird concept, but
0: uh, it kind of fucks with you a little bit.
1: Yeah. The reason I ask is because I'm, I'm in a lull between... Um, I finished A Song of Ice and Fire, and now I'm waiting for High Republic to get delivered. So I'm in a lull, and I was trying to figure out what to read. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of The Dark Tower, but I was sitting there and thinking. I was like, I've actually never read any other Stephen King books before. Um, so I swung by the bookstore. I got it, which is way longer than I thought. Oh yeah. It's like 1300 pages. It's fucking forever long, dude. Uh, and I also got Salem's lot and I got the shining, uh, the shining. That's I think. So I've started the shining. That's the one I start. I began with, I read the first chapter of each to see like what is going to grab my interest first. And The Shining did it. So I'm, I'm going through that one, and I'm probably going to be able to finish it before High Republic gets dropped off. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, there's... I also tried to read quite a few other like offshoots. There's one called The Cell. I tried to read like
1: four times. I got halfway through and just gave up. He's got a million books and a million movies, and they all somehow tie into The Dark Tower, so it's very interesting. Yeah. Shining yeah. just... It starts... It starts... It's I don't know, it just pulled me in faster than it did. So It's a sad.
0: It's a fucking slow ass crawl, man. It's Yeah. It's it's almost nice to watch the movie and then read the book for Stephen King cuz there's so much detail in his books that it's nice to like know the story so you can focus sure. on the details cuz you're you'll get tossed around real quick. You'll be lost in yeah. a chapter and you're like what the fuck is... And you, you may not even need to know what's happening. That's the whole point of the chapter. He's going to get to it next chapter. But it's right. frustrating in that chapter. You're like, did I miss something? He's talking about this one thing and I've never heard this. And he like refers to it like, we, I should know.
1: And then he, he likes to do that, yeah. Yeah,
0: it, it's those seeds that he plants that...
1: He likes to take a lot of time on uh, like just a side character or a side plot that really doesn't affect anything. He likes to get really in the weeds on describing that, which I appreciate. I, I kind of like that. Hmm. Um, but yeah I know what you mean yeah it'll be nice I think to read something that's just like quick in and out The Shining's like 300 pages and I've been the whole year I've been reading all of Lord of the Rings all of Game of Thrones all of the Dark Tower which are huge you know 3 book 5 book 7 book epics so it would be nice to just read a fucking book and finish it and be done so we'll see
0: I do so have that, The that's Shining what I'm over trying there to do. I knew I bought it
1: yeah yeah, if you and that again, that's another one. I've I've seen the movie a couple times. I'm reading the book, so when I'm Jack's talking, I'm thinking of Jack Nicholson. It's not it's easier for me to visualize that stuff than trying to make up a character in my head. So yeah, I'm a fan. Um, yeah, yeah, I buy I re- random I'm shit.
0: Man. I buy random shit. I know I don't read that often, but I do have random books over there that I just picked up and read, yeah. and I'll blow through them in a couple weeks. Well, yeah. you love
1: the Shining movie.
0: Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I do really, really like it. Uh, I like it because it's one of those. If you, the more you look into it, the more you find. The more you know, it could be just a scary movie. And the guy goes crazy. Um, the Shining book adds a lot of like spiritual aspects to it.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm. Um, I'm already like so much more invested in, uh, in the kid and his abilities, having yeah. been re- reading it from his perspective in the book
0: mm-hmm it's fucking wild yeah yeah no that's that's good i i've been uh i've been wanting to crack the egg on on a book and it's just and star wars hasn't been doing it so that's why i, th- I was hoping like maybe something t and tmnt would just
1: uh, i'll fly through that real quick just got a few more days though and then you'll be diving into higher Republic though
0: yeah that's true it's true Maybe, uh, maybe speaking tomorrow. Of High
1: Rep- Public Farm Boy says, thoughts on today's High Republic news? I know that it releases, but I don't know. Was there any particular news? I thought there was a little snippet that they put together. I saw that trailer, but it was still, it was mostly the stuff that we already know.
0: Uh, It says the High Republic teases interconnected mega story in trailer for new publishing saga.
1: I mean, we knew that already. The other small thing that I
0: see on here that was posted eight hours ago is report Robert Downey Jr. in talks to join Favreau Filoni in Star Wars Universe. Nice. That'll be fun.
1: Yeah. He's worked with Favreau a lot before.
0: You know, I usually don't like that when they pull in large names, but I think they could use him very well. I think he... uh, he could be he a good can do uh, anything. he could be a
1: good uh like rebellion soldier.
0: Or honestly, he could be evil too. I I I could see that
1: too. Yeah, I enjoy him. Enjoy him a lot. Yeah, I mean I the new the High Republic stuff, they did in the trailer they called it a interconnected mega story, which is just a new fancy term. They've they've already kind of said that it's gonna be weaved in and out of all of Lucasfilm type of materials. So
0: um I did. So in that little teaser, it was interesting. The the wordage, the verbiage they used, because they it sounded like the Jedi were in a fight to. It was like, to, like their connection to the Force. Like it was something that serious. That if the if the bad guy, whoever they fill in the blank with, were to win, the Jedi would be like disconnected from the Force. It's, mm. um. Which is pretty fucking crazy. Also, I'm wondering because they, they yeah. kind of threw out some like beast alien things as like a suggestion of a of an enemy, which was interesting as well.
1: Yeah, there's two different kinds. We've we've briefly touched on them. I cannot remember their names. Lux, Lux and Thorax. I think that's about right. Yeah. Yeah, middle name. They definitely teased Lux and Thorax in the in the trailer. well will One of them's we'll got elbows out. Out,
0: out the doors and <laughs> Lux and Thorax. I'm down the hill. Well, that'll be our main
1: shit for a couple weeks, though, man.
0: Yeah, we'll see how deep uh, we get with that. Because it's it's a dry time for uh, for nerds out there, unfortunately.
1: It's crazy how quick it goes away, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm still going to rewatch Mando. Especially season two, since I've only seen it through once. But it's amazing how all those announcements and the finale with Luke and everything we're only two weeks away from or past those announcements. And we're already like, Oh God, what's next? What's next? Come on. See, because thought... they announced a lot of stuff, but we're not getting there until December. I mean, what are we going to fill the gaps with?
0: Yeah. That was my argument with the end of Mando, man. I know there's, you know, there's only so much theorizing that we can do with what <laughs> they, with, with what they left us. Cause sometimes yeah. there's a huge question point or question mark or what happens. And you're like, yeah. Oh, they hinted to this, to this, to this, this was just like, Nope. Grogu's gone. And the dark saber still exists. That's kind of where they left it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's true. That's true.
1: And we don't have we have a overview on those other 10 shows, but not enough to, you know, do any crazy theories. We talked about Kenobi. I said Qui-Gon should come back as a Force ghost.
0: Did you mention that uh Mando <sighs> has been listen. delayed?
1: Yeah, I think we clarified that last week after we were Chatting about Boba Fett and Mando and how they're different things. Mm. Why? Why?
0: It just popped in my head.
1: You're, are you reading the news?
0: No, it just it just popped in my head because I, I was kind of thinking, like, what do we have to look forward to this year and no longer Mando?
1: No, it's, it's just Boba Fett. Just Boba Fett. And I hate saying just Boba Fett because that's a huge deal. But just yeah, Boba have 12 Fett. months to go.
0: Uh, I did share something in our uh, WhatsApp chat. Oh yeah, uh, it was some some small little theorizings about Boba Fett himself uh, in his new new old armor.
1: Oh yeah, I did see that picture.
0: Um, kind of just a small little smidgen, but you know, if, if the theorizings are true, it's kind of a cool backstory hint. Uh, so originally we see Boba Fett's armor. He has these stripes on the side of his helmet. Uh, And they're originally in the uh, the OT is uh, gold. Um, And there was a suggestion, and now they're they're like a red. So after him repainting it in Mando, they're like a deep red. Mm -hmm. And someone had suggested that in the Mandalorian code or culture, gold actually means vengeance. Mm -hmm. Uh, And red meant honor. So it was like almost like just a touch of a change of character, if that is true. uh, Yeah. Or maybe even look into the future. Maybe that gives us a little more of an idea of why he went back to Tatooine to yeah. kill kill the the Wormhead guy.
1: Well, this is the reason I'm so excited about Boba. Is like he is a fucking badass. I'm interested in having a character that is trying to do some good, but isn't like a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Make a difference. Think, yeah, but he's still he's not gonna like all of a sudden become a goody two-shoes, you know? He's talking shit to Bo-Katan and Sasha Banks, and he's saying, like, fuck your creed, you know, Mandalore is all fucked. But he is still trying to do the right thing. He helps Din get Grogu back and everything. And we're led to believe with that post credit scene, we're, we're given the vibe that he comes in and he claims Jabba's seat as, like, leader of his clan or leader of the bounty hunters or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think it could very easily be... He's trying to clean things up because he's, you know, making amends for for being a savage in the past. But he can do that and still be a, you know, chaotic neutral. Yeah, badass. no, I, th-
0: I think uh, I put it well to pat myself on the back. Okay, he's not Thanks. a good guy, but he does want to make a difference because it is a shitty situation for everybody. If the right. empire's still around and all these trash people, um. Let's take him out and, you know, make things we want. Make them the way we want them to be. So
1: <laughs> Exactly.
0: Um, no, I think that that might be something. And there might be a little bit of vengeance in there. You know, Bib Fortuna fucked him over and they fucked, fucked those people. I mean, they all yeah. they do is party and they didn't even pay me. They still owe me some fucking credits.
1: Right. So I'm going to go back there and blow their heads off. Well, getting stuck in the Sarlacc pit and almost dying really has to make a man reflect on his life. So, yeah. I mean, he's been out for blood after Mace Windu killed his dad. And it might be time for him to, you know, set aside some of his anger issues and then him and his uh, robot stomach girlfriend can uh <laughs> make some make some how change far, on tattooing.
0: How far down does a robot bits go? That's what I need to know.
1: Damn. <laughs> Questions I didn't think we needed answered, but Damn. now I can't think about anything else. You said we didn't have enough theorizing to last us a year. I think you just gave us what a, a, year's, a year's worth of fan theories. Mm. With that one line. Interesting. <laughs> no, I... Uh, you
0: know, for me not being that... Guys, I'm going to put it on a line. I'm not that interested in the Boba Fett thing. I think it could be great. Um, again, it's the Han Solo... It's the Solo-esque aspect for me. Sure. That it's the lack... Like, there's other things we could be doing. We're, we're still back on the original trilogy, fuckers. I just... Want something else, but if you're gonna make it, do it right. I'll be happy yeah. to watch it. It's exactly. fine. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm vested. I'm gonna watch it, but you know, I want other things. You know, yeah. if you put a fucking Dash Rendar movie together, I would probably more be more balls deep into something like that. A Kyle Katarn, for how much I hate Kyle Katarn. You know how cool it would be to play out his his shit on screen. It's yeah. it'd be fucking intense. But instead, you know. We are where we are. When, uh, we, I mean, we've got some shit to look forward to, so we'll see. We'll
1: I think see. normally I would agree with you, but the fact that it's Boba Fett and I'm such a uh, sucker for anything that's clone related in Star Wars, I'm, I'm all in. So normally yeah. I would agree with you, but not, not today. See, it's weird because
0: I, I only feel that way when I feel like they're forcing original trilogy shit down my throat. And that's why I think maybe I've had somewhat of a poor taste with the sequel trilogy. Even though I like Luke better now because of it. We couldn't, it felt like we couldn't move on. Each movie, we had to tie it. Han, he's going to be in this one. He'll die. Next one, Luke. Luke's going to be, he'll train her and then he'll die. Oh, next one, Leia's going to be in it and she's going to die. And you're like... No, I know what you mean. We didn't need to wrap... Like By by wrapping up the trilogy, I didn't need to Singularly watch each character Die in each movie It's like, I don't know I understand You killed them all off and Lando lived? Lando?
1: Okay, I believe this one Yeah, I mean from a certain point of view Like Mandalorian (laughs) Started By being unconnected And as time went on Mandalorian got more and more connected and I, th- based on what you just said, that is a little bit annoying. However, I think they did it so well that I'm okay with that.
0: Mando, I'm okay with because it's brand new characters. Sure. sure. But and even with Boba Fett making an appearance, and even with Ahsoka making an appearance, they're just bits and pieces. I felt like seven, eight, nine, like large aspects of seven. While I get it storyline wise, lar- a large aspect of seven was killing off Han. Sure. And uh, And again, while I like that in the storyline because it fucks with Kylo, Kylo. yeah, you know it, it, it's it's fine, and I'm, I'm I'm okay with it. But you know, come on,
1: yeah, they've well, Disney's written themselves into a little bit of a pickle because it's like they feel like they can't breach new territory without having that comfort zone of without. something from the original tying yeah. something in. Which here's our test. Um, well, actually, no, I totally talked myself out of it because. I was going to say High Republic, but Yoda. Yoda's still going to be worked in there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think they can do that reasonably well, though, because he's he can be uh, a fringe character in that, I'm hoping.
1: because They can even- go either way with him, man. He could already be master status, and he just kind of like gives a little bit of wisdom once in a while. Or he could be still actively a Jedi Knight or a Jedi Master hasn't gotten to like the council yet. You never know. We have no idea.
0: Yeah. Royal is saying uh it's never about what we need, let go of your expectations. It's yeah, I mean you're you're right to a certain extent, you know, but I agree. Some of my expectations are don't listen to me.
1: Don't listen <laughs> well, to the original
0: trilogy fans, and that's it seems like
1: that's yeah. all they're doing. So Well, if you talk to original trilogy fans, you'd think they were Disney was doing the opposite by the way they talk. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know,
0: I'm I'm okay with the sequel trilogy. I don't want to shit on it. It's it's fine. I'll watch them. 'em they're good movies. You know. I think they there was missed opportunities, that's all.
1: It's it's last on my uh trilogy
0: list for a reason.
1: <laughs> uh we do have Bad Batch coming this year, which is I, I said I think I said Boba Fett's the only thing we have this year. Oh, but yeah, we Bad also Batch. have Bad Batch.
0: Which looks promising. See, that's one of those things, like there it's it's characters that's uh... <sighs> When original trilogy trilogy characters are shoved down our throat is one thing, but living within that realm and that time period and do like Rogue One completely fine with me and we're dead center in that time period. So what makes that different is because we're not, we're not basing the story off of the original trilogy characters. It's brand new again. Yeah. I mean, we get Tarkin, but does he play that big of a role? Not really.
1: He steals the Death Star away from what's his face.
0: Yeah, and then he gets killed the next movie. So
1: I would see, I would, I think your point and your issue does stand with Rogue One, but it's less about the characters from the original trilogy and more about the setting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think Rogue One, Rogue One is like, it does so well with Star Wars fans because it is new stuff. But it's also like, it's literally fucking a day before A New Hope. It's the most familiar setting
0: with brand new characters.
1: Right. Which does a disservice on one hand, but also really fucking glues it with everything on the other hand. Yeah. So it kind of hits both sides. So I want to talk shit about it, but I don't at the same time. Well, I guess my
0: reasoning is like, I go back to the Kyle Katarn years and his storyline and Luke was a... Not a major part of it, but Luke was a grandmaster back then. Right. So, you know, halfway through a video game, Kyle would go back and, like, ask Luke some questions. He'd be like, hey, I'm fucking around. You know, this doesn't feel right. Sure. And Luke would give him some advice, and then he'd be off again. And you're like, fuck yeah. I mean, there is a couple uh, games where actually you fight side by side with Luke against enemies, which mm-hmm. is fucking epic. But the storyline isn't wrapped around Luke. It's not... he. The end result isn't decided by Luke what he does or doesn't do. It's decided by the character that you are or the character that you're following. Sure. Um yeah. I, don't know. I can understand that. Too many heroes, man. Too many heroes. Totally understand that. Is that weird? Too many heroes.
1: Everybody we we see on screen has saved the day. Uh it's a conundrum for sure because I mean m- almost all stories are the hero's journey. Yeah. Even if your hero is a bad guy, and then it's the antagonist's journey um so yeah, it is weird to say too many heroes. I think it's just a matter of how they do it, you know
0: well, that's like, like you
1: like I fucking love the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and from a certain point of view, they're trying to mesh together as many superheroes as they possibly can, but I fucking love it anyways, so why is that the case? I don't know,
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I mean by too many heroes. It just, you know, in my mind, you know, you look at the sequel trilogy characters, and everybody has saved the day. Poe, Finn, Rey, BB-8. I mean, everybody on screen has saved the day at one point. And you're like, I don't know. Is that necessary? Does everybody need to be
1: a hero? Can can we? <laughs> what happens if they don't save the day?
0: They, Are they people being die. That's what I want. <laughs> People die. It's yeah, called Star Wars. I, I think
1: you want people to die because we've had so much of people not dying.
0: And maybe that's the reason why I liked uh, the episode eight lightspeed scene is because that felt de- like desperation. We sure. finally got desperation out of this. Pe- the, these people that have been murdered and killed supposedly.
1: Like Holdo became a... Holdo uh, almost became infamous, not like a hero. She became is that, a martyr. Is that what you mean?
0: She became a martyr. Like she's she's dying for the beliefs that this is for a greater good and that these people that I'm dying for
1: are gonna lead to something greater. Right. She's not going like into battle against bad guys and like winning. Right. It's a yeah. sacrifice, yeah. Right, right, right.
0: No, and that's why I think it, it hit me hard, you know, like it or love that movie, uh, or the technical aspects of what they showed on screen and how impossible or how whatever it retconned. It's a beautiful scene. It, we we finally... Yeah. She does that. Well, first of all, they're picking them off. Mm-hmm. Because DJ sells them out and says, oh, no, they're they're flying on those little cruisers. And then they start picking them off. You're like, fuck, there's only 50 people left and they're going out by the 10s. Like, right. <laughs> right. And now, and then that's where Holdo comes in. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like just killed themselves. Yeah. Saving the day. But, it, you know... It's yeah. uh, you know, it's crazy. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And like you said, it, it is it is a different aspect of death. It's a sacrificial death. It's not beating the bad guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
0: sir. How do you how do you stand on on Holdo?
1: Oh, I think she, she's fine. I hate her. I know.
0: <laughs> a lot of people do. I don't. And it's not because of her, it's because of the story that's wrapped around her, which doesn't make any sense to me. What do you mean? It's not her character. Like, we're just gonna float, and I'm not gonna tell anybody what's going on. Because that, though these 50 people, if they knew what was going on, we'd be dead. And you're like, why don't you just tell people what's going on so we can, like, because everything else before this, it was everybody, let's get into a fucking circle room and talk this out. And figure out the best plan. Right. When Holdo came when when Holdo came to power, she literally was just like, no, we're just going to float this way. And then Poe asked I, why, and she's like, get out of here.
1: You're like, well, I think the reason is because they did end up getting sold out. She didn't know how that happened, and if that was somebody, if they had a trader in their ranks. Like, no one knew that DJ was part of the mix, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when he sells them down the river... She. No one on the Resistance knows that that happened. They think somebody in on the ship gave them up. Right. And is working for the First Order. Is that explicitly shown? Not really. You're supposed to kind of infer it. So I get why it seems like she's just kind of harpooning everybody to this slow chase for no reason.
0: But she caused anarchy amongst her own ranks because she didn't let people know what was going on. It was a weird... Well, Again, that- I don't. I don't blame her. I think. I think it was a story writing aspect of of the, the the issue that they put the character in. But I don't know.
1: It was. Well, just- I don't even think it was the story. I think it was just the demonstration of that. Because you're you're supposed to take away that Poe caused that anarchy because he was so consumed with getting out into his X-wing and blowing things up. He probably would have been better off if he got into his X-wing and blew shit up. Possibly, but they do set the stage early on with that happening and Leia's yeah. watching that monitor with all the X Wings dying and, and there's only a couple people that come back and it's like good you blew up that ship, but you know if she stayed quiet to teach Poe a lesson, that's shitty too.
0: Yeah. That is. Because p- people die because you just didn't I I just I, I was more confused about it. Why isn't she saying something? It wasn't obvious to me. I don't know. I love the scene. Yeah. I love the the sacrifice. I think that's one of the most beautiful scenes ever, and she's right at the fucking helm of it. So, Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Weird movie. Weird movie. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'll go watch it tonight. I don't give a shit. That throne room fight right before that, hell yeah, fucking d- sign me up. So is, yeah, but so is,
1: yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get too in the weeds. I mean, I guess my only overall point is like, there's equally dumb, awkward shit in the originals as well. And in the prequels. Like, I don't know. I feel like if you're going to love Star Wars, you have to set a few of those things aside every once in a while. Hmm. That's how I feel. You I know think, what I mean? Because I, I just shit uh, all the fuck over Return of the Jedi, but I'm also going to go watch Jabba's Palace tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's a it's a no, never-ending circle it. of like, this is dumb, and I love it. And you're not going to yeah. change my mind one way or the other, you know?
0: Yeah, I guess that's it's just the Holdo situation is more confusing to me whether it makes sense or or not or for whatever reason they put it in there it's just like she takes over sure, and then I just don't get it and then Poe gets pissed too because he's a part of this doesn't make sense scene mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah even Poe he tries to shoot her
1: fucking I think we caused anarchy in our chat over here people are f- yeah Brennan's angry <laughs> sorry Brennan yeah Oh man. <laughs> you turned her against me. <laughs> Mopar
0: turned me turn me against the sequels.
1: Oh man, I'm pissed. Everyone's pissed. I've turned myself against myself. It's okay, man. We all love Star Wars. Yeah.
0: There's certain um, scenes, yeah. I just don't I don't it doesn't click with me. That's
1: okay. It's okay. That's totally okay. Totally okay. Uh we love you on it. We love you anyways. And we love Star Wars anyways. And hopefully you guys still love us. Um, What is your your
0: least favorite Star Wars film? Let's really dig into it.
1: Let's really dig into it. Um, Depending on my mood, it's six or two or four, depending on my mood. Mm.
0: You know, there's one movie
1: that slid down hard for me. uh, Before I let you finish, uh, I was gonna say, after re-watching nine recently, that's where I'm I don't at. know that's where I'm at. I think episode nine
0: I think two episode <sighs> two's gotta be one of my least favorite, but there are nostalgic aspects of two that will keep me around right Nine if I watch it over and over and over, it's slipping, unfortunately.
1: so see, that's what I tried to explain last week, and I know i my sentence didn't make much sense. But, like, the fact that Nine is a well-made movie, but the story the story perspective in the Star Wars universe is kind of fucked. But on its own, as a movie, it's still good. And there's so much in there that I love. Like, I love Dio. I love Palpatine. Exegol's amazing. Kylo Ren is a fucking savage. Han Solo's back. It's emotional. But the fucking... The Wayfinder and the Dagger. Yeah. And Rey's a Palpatine. Like, that's where it really goes off the rails, but... I mean, there's still, oh, God, God. And the whole Hux thing. I'm
0: hurt. Hux my, brain, compl- my brain hurts. Hux completely turns on everything that he built. He's Hitler in episode seven, and then completely gives all that up because he had a fucking hissy fit with Kylo, and you're like, what <laughs> happened? You were like top dog, and you were talking directly to Snoke, dude. It's you funny. are Tarkin. <laughs> can you imagine Tarkin, Tarkin turning on the Empire? This is what they did.
1: Yes, I can, but it wouldn't happen like that. They, I, there's
0: no way Tarkin's turning on the Empire.
1: He put too much... It depends. Of, no. Not as we know him in four, but there is a, a situation where that could happen. Anyways, this is actually funny you brought this up because I had this on my list from a couple weeks back. Oh, you got a list? And, well, we hadn't... I do have a running list, yeah. We hadn't got around to it. Why don't Um, you talk
0: about your list? I always got to bring my list down.
1: I have been talking about it. Hot Toys Commander Cody, Stephen King, Game of Thrones, High Republic, sequels suck. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I don't agree with that.
0: Riley's wrong.
1: The reason I I wrote this down (laughs) because I was watching episode nine, and I was like, JJ fucked things around in nine because they were so concerned with finishing the Star Wars sequels, rounding out the saga, firing the director, and having to bring J.J. in at the last minute to fix everything, quote-unquote. I think the issue is that he didn't consult with like the larger Lucasfilm story group. He was just like, we have to do this in the shortest amount of time possible, (laughs) and this is what we're going to do because this is how it's all going to come together. You know what I mean? And I think that's a big... It really shot him in the foot, I think. The fact that he kind of tossed away some things that comics and... Like, J.J. doesn't know about all these comics and novels and side stories. And everything that was established in in 8 and everything that was established in all that extra expanded universe content in that two-year gap was kind of ignored to make 9 work. Yeah. Even though it kind of doesn't work. So, he kind of ignored established canon to make the movie to complete the movie. You know what I mean? I think that's where the issue is. Yeah. I mean,
0: I know everybody in the chat here is you're wrong. I'm right. And all this shit. How about (laughs) we're all, we're all dinguses. Cause I have no idea
1: what I'm talking about. (laughs) I think Riley's joking about being pissed. (laughs) Cause he's a denga. I'm pissed about being joking. I said a denga. That's my, that's my hot take on episode nine. It's not a bad film per se. I think in the Star Wars canon, it's bad because J.J. ignored things to make it work, and Lucasfilm said that was okay, and it's not okay. I think they put themselves in a pickle. Well, that's for sure. I mean, they put themselves in the pickle. It's so weird,
0: and maybe, I mean, I would probably say 90% of the issue was the fans worrying about who Ray's parents were. But it's not like they didn't plant the seeds of why, Like that's going to be a huge issue for the character of Rey but they push it
1: they, they they drug it through the mud they dragged it through the mud they didn't have to lean on that though that's the problem yeah that's what I was thinking. like the first six movies set up the fact that like the Skywalkers are all powerful and all related they didn't have to double down on that and they didn't have to double down on on lineage in the sequels and they did
0: I mean, from a certain point of
1: view, I mean, Kylo says you're a nobody.
0: How awesome would have it been if she was a nobody?
1: That's why after eight, that was one of the things I was so happy about with Last Jedi.
0: Yeah, she's not connected.
1: Right. And then they went the complete other way, and you're like, a fucking Palpatine? And and then 20 years from now, when a kid watches all of them, I don't think they're going to give a shit. No, you're right. I think they taste different after a couple years. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So...
0: I also get uh, pretty cranky when there's no Star Wars uh, forthcoming, so. That's I go, true. <laughs> I,
1: I look back and I just shit on the stuff that I used to like. That's how. I it. mean, that is a big part of it. I mean, things get diced down further and further when there's nothing new to distract us. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I-, I love you guys. Yeah, we appreciate it. Cheers. Brennan, you did agree with me at the end of the day. Not a bad film without the context. Yeah. That is that is the case,
0: yeah.
1: It's, Anywho, all, it's
0: all Star Wars. I'll, I'll, if, if, if it's got laser swords in it, I'll watch it.
1: I'm watching that shit. Laser man. swords no matter, and blasters, as long as it's not Resistance, I'm watching it. Um, there's right, only well, peace. <laughs> yes, exactly. Passion Just re- is the way. Refer to the Jedi Code, everyone. We're a Jedi, Jedi code, here, not Sith.
0: Getting the Jedi Code tattooed on my neck tomorrow.
1: That's a great idea that way people that walk behind you can become Jedi <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just that's why I imagined nope. it on the back of your neck and people are angry Brennan's walking behind you waiting in line for something and he reads the Jedi code and he's like oh yeah peace yeah
0: yeah. hopefully Mopar's not wearing a collar all you see is peace and stop, <laughs> and you're like is there more to this story
1: <laughs> you gotta finish the whole code man oh my god now you gotta walk around in tank tops so everybody can see your tats yeah.
0: Yeah, right, guys. Rural. We can't. We all just be friends. Good or bad It's an opinion. We have our own. We may not agree. You know, exactly. thing, certain things strike me. Then and they don't. And you don't like it. That's fine. Yeah, we all have different views. Yeah,
1: that's it's from a certain point of view. You, you keep going oh, back to it. Always from a certain point of view. I mean, I'm, I'll die on a hill for Phantom Menace, but a lot of people don't like it. That's okay.
0: What hill are you talking about? The hill of death. The <laughs> hill they're gonna rename it the hill of Commander Cody once I die on it I just gotta pick my hill (laughs) pick a big one nice big one Mount Commander Mount Mount (laughs) (laughs) Mount Clone Mount Clone yeah Good Day Galaxy appreciate you guys tuning in we'll be back at it next week stay frosty Woo!
1: I wonder if anybody has ever uh, sang a song so accurately that the YouTube algorithm thinks it's an actual recording and strikes you down. Oh, you know what I mean. To be a challenge, obviously singing is an obvious one, but like I wonder if someone has sung a guitar riff or something, and the algorithm's like, "Hey, someone owns that. You're stricken. Uh, Whistle it." Henceforth, here you are Darth Vader. You're Darth Vader, right? wonder what goes... We've kind of started recording. Oh. Well, I, I'm talking I, about interesting things, so I want to say it. Interest me. All right, are you recording now? Yes. I was just going to say, before we cue this motherfucking intro music here, I wonder what Palpatine's thought process is when he's naming his new apprentices like how does he come up with Vader was he consulting the Sith Council since he is all the Sith he consults himself and says "Hey." it's almost like what
0: pushed him to the limit what, what created Anakin's dark side and it was like the fact that he has a family he's a father yeah but he's there's brought- no
1: German in Star Wars
0: I know but that's what Vader means yeah, but
1: Palpatine didn't know that, but maybe sorry, he did. Well, Pal- he doesn't have a. Is Palpatine German? Do they have Germans on that book? I was just going to say he doesn't have a, a basic to German uh, travel companion translation book. HK is around. That's true. Maybe. You, <laughs> what if he built a droid that's sole purpose is to name new Sith Lords? And it just translates and name consults it. every single language name in the galaxy. It's and like then $7. And then name's it. <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> we just jumped around from KOTOR to Super Well, back, back in which, the day, before we did it live, we used to just talk about shit and then I would put the intro in afterwards. So I should have just began the episode there. Fuck them. Uh-uh. <sighs>